What is that? Riker, stop licking your dick. <laughs> oh, yep. There's the sound bite right there. Who's Riker? That's Ryden's son. Oh, God. Yeah, I recorded that. I got to oh, use that. I know, oh, I know you did. That's great. <laughs> Jeez. I got to look over and I mean, he's literally just going to town. I'm like, what? Because he can. Oh. That's why he's doing <laughs> That's that. That's it. He's like, don't judge uh, me. You cut my balls off. <laughs> That's all I got left. That's all I got left. Oh, shit. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you go ahead and roll right in after that. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D with Ryden and Dennis. We got a fun-filled one for you this evening. Dennis and I had a great trip in the rain this morning for me to take him to the airport so he could fly to Atlanta. So oh, he yeah. is he is hanging out in a hotel room right now with his microphone strapped to a trash can because he forgot his mount. Yeah, anything Trash for you, fans. That's it. Anything <laughs> for the fans. So, without further ado, let's get it going. So yeah, the stock market, you got on the plane and it was flying and you landed and it was in the crapper. Well, you didn't even give him a backstory on that. That's true. That's true. Where should we start the backstory? Driving to the airport. Well, we were going to try to podcast in the car. That's (laughs) true. But uh, with the rain, it never would have worked. All we would have heard was beating on the windshield or my stupid windshield wipers yeah and at times me and you both were looking at the stock market on our phone and you were driving and we were but we were both looking at our phone i know we were like come on come on yeah, that's the way run, I, run, run, that's the way i the ride the car like i'm to the, the best passenger ever <laughs> except for when somebody pulls out in front of you i'm not gonna see it either because i don't give a shit like i'm just <laughs> uh, i'm not the guy that be like whoa watch out uh, we're just going to hit it. That's where I'm at. Tracy drives my wife. If if I'm in the passenger seat, I'm on my phone looking for something. If you're not paying attention, we're just going to hit it. Um, today, I'm like, oh, me and Ryan both are looking on our phone. Yeah, this is great. Down, and it's pouring down it's a <laughs> construction <laughs> site. And we're like, like, by the dip and rip, by the dip and rip, by the dip and rip. Come on, to the moon. Yeah, so what time was that? Well, we were still in the car when the market opened, right? Yep, we were in the car and it opened. Let's see. So I had to, for everybody that's asking or wondering, no one's asking, I can't hear you. Please no. ask us questions so that we can answer on our Facebook page or anywhere else, guys. Go out there and follow us. 
We want we want to talk to you. We want to know what you guys want to hear us talk about. Uh, all right, shameless self promotion over. Uh, anyway, I had to go pick Dennis up this morning because he was flying to our corporate office. Um, we've got a pretty sweet company wrapped training trailer that he's going to bring back later this week um, that we're going to be using in Q2 up here in, in North Carolina. Yep. But it was kind of an impromptu thing. He had a ride until about five o'clock on Monday evening. Um, so, well, I'm always going to be old reliable. He knows that. So he gave me a shout. Right. We got it worked out. And, you know, we got to talk about the podcast. We got to talk about stock market and everything else. So, you know, Monday, Monday I had a, a pretty good day. Um, I spent the last two weeks digging out of a hole with a couple of them and finally got out of two and one of them finally went back in the green after averaging down a little bit. And then I got on, I got on the AMC train yesterday. Um, Not as volatile as the GameStop train, but could be. Who knows? Could be. 300 million in volume yesterday and today. It's insane. That's a lot of volume. Yeah. Um, so I wrote it, wrote it up about a dollar fifty yesterday. Peaked over fourteen after hours, but I didn't sell it. So I held today. It went down a little bit because there are a ton of people taking profits. Um, but it it came back a little over thirteen today. So I'm down about forty fifty bucks. It's not too bad. But if it goes, yeah, I mean, the stock market as a whole today <clears throat> was in the hole. That came out. It came out of the shoot pretty good. But. Oh, yeah, it came out real good. And the other thing for AMC, too, is I think all the movie theaters on the West Coast open on Friday. Oh. So it should get it should get a nice little boost on Friday. Right. And if they have a great weekend, Monday, it could be through the roof. Because I so know yeah, they're, they're already... And, yeah. and make money riding wants 10%. Yeah, that's it. That's, all. That's it. Uh, just let me know. Um, pretty soon we'll figure out how to make the podcast. Take Cash App, Venmo, anything like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> donations and tips are always appreciated. <laughs> so, so everything I'm in right now is is electric vehicles. So I'm in Xping, which is a Chinese electric vehicle company. XL Fleet, same thing. They actually do like uh, they turn gas cars into they basically turn them into hybrids. Um, Canoe, which is another California-based electric vehicle company, and then the last one that I'm in that's totally not related is Stick, which is uh, BarkBox. Any y'all dog dog lovers out there? It's like Chewy, I guess. I don't know if you've ever used. You're the one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's similar to that. Um, Chewy. Um, I don't know. You you sign up for a subscription and they send you a box with just random stuff in it. Yep. I guess how that works. I think we we did it. We did it one time for. Um, we had like a special get fifty percent off your first month, so we just did the first month and then canceled. We were those people. Oh, yeah. Just because we're, well, because I'm, you're curious to see if it's if it's even worth the money or not, right? Well, 
me and my wife both have done like Stitch Fix and she's done uh, Fab Fit Fun or whatever that is. I've seen, I saw Stitch Fix a lot a couple years ago. Yeah, you send all your size in, your sizes in and they send you clothes or, I don't know, it's not really for me, but, I mean, one of the guys at work that's invested into this too, that's got a dog, he, he, he's, do, he's doing it and he said he loves it. Yeah. Um, they'll send you treats and shit like that, but, yeah, so I'm pretty much all green headed that way electric vehicle batteries charging all that stuff and then i'm literally gambling and movies <laughs> so, so what's what's cannabis like right now i don't even know if i'm even watching um, anything. well what's funny you you said that I, I just pulled up my little my list of stuff i was watching and there's one of them there's and one i was watching about six uh, or seven at one time I, and i've got a few of them too i think one of the ones right now that's interesting is silver spike yeah. I don't remember I think we talked about it when they first merged and I should have bought some then I just didn't have anything where I could put it in it because it took right. off and it was it actually came down it dropped a little over 250 today it's actually in a good buy spot because it'll go back up to 22 it's it's 52 week high is 29 which was not that long ago yeah, with this administration, it seemed like it was wanting to go up. Yep, and then, um, what was the other one? Let me go find that little group of stocks. There we go. Um, if, God, if we had just stayed in a free when we were in it, shoot. I was just searching that. <laughs> 52 week high, $32. It's twenty twenty right now. <laughs> oh, I'm Ironic. the best stock market guy for looking back at stocks and going, Gems. yep. Hmm. If you'd have bought that, yep, had that. <laughs> I can't believe what what Caesars has went to in the last couple months since it emerged. I mean, it was over a hundred bucks the start of the day. It's down six dollars. Century Casinos is over is over twelve this morning. And I remember I sold it in the sevens and made huge money. <laughs> oh wow! Because it just it was stagnating there for a while and it looked like everything was going back into lockdown so I was like I'm getting out before it drops <laughs> alright so yeah stock market's still uh, it's kind of brewing right now I don't know why it went down today stimuluses are coming out tomorrow's should be a big day because most people are going to get their stimulus check I think I really don't know and I, I mean I don't know if, if that's going to help anything. Of course, me and Ryan were talking about certain guys that will go on uh, CNN or MSNBC and, and talk about stocks. And if they say bad things about your stock, it's going to go to the toilet. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> I mean, Kramer and uh, I don't know what that other guy is. Uh, I can't remember. Mad Money Kramer. If he says... If he wouldn't touch your stock, <laughs> you need to sell it immediately. <laughs> it's it's no joke. It is almost that bad. No, he's God. It's crazy how much drive he has. Um, he's been around a while though, but 
So what else we got? What do we got on the? Uh... So I, I talked to. Uh, I talked to uh, a guy we've not mentioned in a while. I talked to a Smart Pack. Uh, Smart Pack. Smart Pack. Talked to him last week, um, just a little bit. It was good to talk to him. I know he uh, he made some changes. He's got a different job. He's not working for the same company he was before. Um, he seemed in he honestly seemed in a much happier, better place, better environment for himself. I think he kind of lowered his stress level a little bit. And you know what? All of us have too much stress. We could always lower that stress level just a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. So give a little backstory on Smart Pack. Smart Pack. So he, I don't know. I don't know all the backstory, but I know he grew up in. Oh yeah. In Bastin. At the harbor. <laughs> the harbor. Is it the harbor? <laughs> the harbor. If we have him on the show, that's all I'm going to say the whole time. <laughs> anyway, go it's ahead. so true. It's so true. Um, yeah. But his his family were. HVAC contractors. You know, he grew up in a metal shop. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure how he ended up down this way. Um, right. It, it might have to, it. It may have to do with with his wife. I'm not sure. I know she she works in the medical field just like Tracy does. Right. Um, and I, he just he was always <laughs> he was always a fun guy to talk to. He was always pretty level-headed he seemed he seemed to have a good tech head on his shoulders but he could always make you laugh oh yeah no he's he's pretty technical guy i mean but yeah he's called me a couple times um for tech support and uh he's like hey d hey d yep got a low voltage problem here and I'm like, oh, smart pack. <laughs> Does he know we call him that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, he I don't will. Know. Is he going to after this? I'm sure. If, <laughs> if we have him on the show, he will. I'm oh, like, can God. you pocket and unpocket? <laughs> if you could pocket, I pocket it. Yep. The God. The habit. Me and you both, our country accent, <laughs> terrible. Uh, greatest Hyundai commercial ever. Oh yeah, well they had that's some good people they had on that commercial. Some big hitters. I'm still looking at a Hyundai, but I swear the way gas is going, I'm getting more and more gun shy about trading cars right now. I'm buying a Tesla. <laughs> my Which my one? son's like, God, look at that gas price. I'm like. You haven't even filled up your own tank of gas yet, Corey. Like, don't bitch at me about, about gas. What Tesla like, are you yeah, buying? But... No, I'm not buying a Tesla. <laughs> Dude, I, I will <laughs> I will own a gasoline motor until I can't find one. That's just me. I'm sorry I interrupted your I... Corey story there. No, I know. If I call my dad and be like, hey, dad, yeah, I bought me a Tesla. It's going to be like... He's just yep. hanging up. Hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> I laughed so hard. Um, looking at everything that Ford, GM, and Dodge are doing. It's like, Ford, we're going to turn the Mustang into an SUV that's electric. 
It's like General Motors, we're even going to change our logo to have lowercase letters to look more eco-friendly, I guess. <laughs> the I Mustang what thing. What a terrible <laughs> idea that was. Oh, what, what are they? So, I don't know what the Mach-E or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, right. don't, don't call it a Mustang. <laughs> Just come up with something new. Yeah. And, you know, and what else? is? And then uh, Chevy's going to make an electric Camaro and an electric vet now, I believe. Electric vet, really? No. And then you go and look at what Dodge Jeep Chrysler are doing. They're putting this freaking 700 horsepower Hemi in a minivan. Oh, yeah. That's that's where I'm headed right there. Yeah. We're going right back to the 70s. Here we go. Yeah. And then they're bringing, have you seen, have you seen they're bringing the Wagoneer back next year? See, I've got to have some shit like that. Oh, they're, the thing's $100,000. And it's got a freaking cooler in the console. Oh. And it has more towing capacity than an F-150 or a Silverado. Now, when you say cooler in the console, is that like... Like, legit. Open up the console under your right arm into oh, the cooler. Geez. It's awesome. That's a Fort Mill wagon right there. Yeah. And the inside, the, the all wood panel on the inside looks badass. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I can't go. Um, in my lifetime, they're going to have to, I don't know. They're not going to, I'm not going to have an electric vehicle. Not for me, personally. My, my kids might. So my brother works for a, uh, he's a, he's in the parts department. Uh, for a GM dealership, and he's like, "Dude, 2025, that's it, it. Like, it's all electric." And he said that he he goes to meetings all the time, and that's where they're shooting for. So it's a, that's just, not that's not far away. I just don't I don't see how it's gonna work. The majority of all of we our, have the we don't have the infrastructure. We, we no, don't right. because the bulk of the charging stations now are not ran off of electricity produced by a renewable energy source. They're, half of them are ran by coal, and half of them are ran by whatever else. Yeah, we're just trading <laughs> for something else. Yeah. And <clears throat> and there's there's wow. so many people that don't understand that whole process of what it actually takes to be able to charge an electric car, let alone build one. Now, you can't plug it into a tree. No. I mean, Something has to produce that power somewhere. So what do we got HVAC related? Um, let's see. Besides the four hour hotel bar. Oh, is that what the title is? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That sounds like a great HVAC segue. Dennis, (laughs) talk about the bar. (laughs) So. Bar story. Yep. So of course I'm traveling. I'm in a I'm in a hotel tonight, and uh, I go down to the bar. Um, I'm in Atlanta. They uh, what am I at? I'm in an Embassy Suite. So they got bars open. You can eat at the bar, order food, whatever. So I go down there. There's a guy next to me, and uh, I says, "Is this seat taken?" He's like, "Nope." 
and he's got this accent like he's a straight cheesehead. Like he is Green Bay all the way. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which is what, you, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Hotel bar on a Tuesday. Um, he's like, if somebody comes up wanting that, I guess you'll have to arm wrestle them for it. <laughs> well, that was kind of random. <laughs> I said, yeah. As hungry as I am, I said I would arm wrestle him right here for it. <laughs> Bring it on. So uh, he was laughing a little bit, and uh, of course, ordered a few beers, right? Happy hour. Yep. And uh, I was like, So what do you do? He's like, Well, I'm in the refrigeration. I went, No shit. Never fails a hotel bar traveling. Somebody's in HVAC. Yep. never fails and you you've got stories for that too oh yeah oh yeah um, so i was like i was like who do you work for so he said hussman i don't know if you know hussman oh i do i do yeah yeah so i was like well, what do you do and he's like well i'm a i'm a tech guy for hussman it's like really that's kind of what i am i'm tech support you know or residential you know he's like uh he's like yeah i mean i'm here working on a uh a uh where a refrigerated warehouse system so totally different animal but now i gotta pause you for a second because when you yeah. when you first <laughs> sent that text message earlier tonight saying that you you were talking to that guy you literally made it sound like you and him were like trying to fix shit on the bar oh, we, while you were there. We were. Okay. Like, okay. So that's he, what I was making sure of. He's in the middle of a call. So he's at a, so he said this call takes several days because he makes adjustments and then 18 to 24 hours for it to take, take adjustment. Mm. So he's working on a, uh, ah, God, he's, there's there's nine 15 ton systems on this space so it's one space that has nine 15 ton units and they're refrigeration units so once again me and him start talking and it's not what i'm work it's not what i work on but it is what i work on you know yep it's just a it's bigger all, version it's yeah. all yeah right so I just start asking him random questions like, well, how big is the liquid line? He's like, ah, oh, it's like two and an eighth. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Um, but he's got, you know, um, electronic expansion valves. I mean, he's got, you know, we start talking about controls and VFDs and stuff like that, but when it comes down to it, he's got superheat and subcool, just like we do. Yep. It's all refrigeration. Um, but, uh, so this guy, he's probably, he's probably 55. Um, he did it in the field, you know, he worked on, I mean, he, he'll, he'll take, he'll do job sites to a, uh, convenience store. Or he'll do job sites to something like an Amazon or something massive. You know, from one end but, uh, of the spectrum to the other. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's like, yeah, I was trying to work on my house the other day, and 
I found a kink in my liquid line and he's like, you know what I added? He said, I added a TXV to it. I'm like, okay. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, advanced technology. Like that's what on, I mean. You like, work on this stuff, and you're like, I put a TXV on my unit at the house. Yeah, I mean, he thought it was a pretty big like, deal. I felt like it needed one. What? <laughs> like you added like one sear to your house, man. He's like, yeah, but TXV is so much better on the on the evaporator. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right. I said, man, most of the guys, you know, they call me, wish they would just go away. He's like, but see, this guy's in the in the business where, like, his whole life depends on that evaporator. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he don't deal with heat pumps and shit like that. He deals with a cooler. So, all his temperatures so he, he was showing me his refrigerants was uh um of course there may be guys listening to this <clears> show, <throat> what the hell but yeah uh, 477 i mean 474 like he was rattling off refrigerants he deals with and i i didn't recognize any of them but um evaporator temperatures of negative 25 jeez you know he, he was showing me we both had our PT charts up on our phone, and oh, it was, yeah, um, oh yeah, we were trying to we were trying to legit fix one. He was working on this this weekend or this week. Um, we got a napkin out with a pen. We was writing down pressures, and oh, it was it was getting deep. That's awesome. The waitress was like, "What in the hell are y'all doing?" I don't know. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> We're like, just bring us another beer. We got this. So he will be back tomorrow night. Nice. After tomorrow's escapade. We'll see what we come up with. I told you should, him just, you to should just bring him bring him into the hotel room for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheesehead. Oh yeah. I wish I could do his accent. He had like the Simpsons laugh too. Like he had a great laugh. But anyway, cheesecake, cheesecake. It was it was all right. I wonder what he. I'll ask him tomorrow what he thought of the cheesecake. I mean, he's. I was like, "Did you get cheesecake?" He's like, "What do you think?" (laughs) (laughs) Allah's got a Green Bay Packers logo on it. That's awesome. But he drank, um, he drank, what did he drink? He drank uh, bourbon the whole time on ice. He probably had 10 of them. Just cool as a cucumber. This, this scotch on ice is delightful. Yeah, I couldn't do the. I gotta get up early, probably, so I probably shouldn't be doing this at ten forty six in the evening. But uh Well I'm on Georgia time, so I'm good. <clears throat> That's true. Eight ish oh, same time here. <laughs> yeah. So well here we'll we'll transition from you guys talking about uh 
you know, different kinds of chillers and things, but also talking about working at the bar. Um, interesting article I read in the HVAC Insider um, was talking about monetizing the winery and brewery markets for outdoor radiant heating. Like a lot oh, of people. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of guys think about wanting to try to, you know, deal with the glycol systems in a brewery, things like that. But there's not a lot of people that seem to be focused on primarily providing that kind of heated comfort outside, especially when in the cooler months. And now that everything you're having to spread them out to have more people on a patio anyway, they're talking right. about you know, different means of, of using different styles of radiant heat to actually make it more comfortable. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I know we've kind of, we see some of these little niche markets here and there that are kind of interesting to bring up. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I mean, I, I'm, the little breweries and <clears throat> bars we go to in Fort Mill, like, especially while well, we went down to Charleston um, a couple months ago, and, yeah, everybody wants to sit outside, but if you ain't got nothing going on out there heat-wise, yeah, it's not good. The stand-up heaters, not, I don't know, doesn't really work. Well, um, the headache, is, the other headache with those things work. is, you know, well, they take up as much room as a table would. Right. So a lot of what I was seeing were, were guys that were doing, you know, the long, long tube radiant heaters, you know, they're 20 feet long. Yeah. Right. And then I saw pictures of another one I looked up on on Google the other day, just kind of looking to see what people were doing for stuff. And this one was, it was like a 30 foot one. There were three of them strung across this huge open area. And I guess the top of them, they just had something across the top to keep them, you know, shielded from the weather. Right. But I mean, they had this huge, like 30 by 30 open space for these big radiant heaters just kicking down on them. They said it kept it around 60 degrees and people loved it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got a jacket on anyway. So yep. 55 60 degrees you're good yep so i keep seeing this i saw this on our last notes but we didn't get into it train bash time oh yes i love bashing train um <laughs> it's always fun because the old big green ball seems to think it is the only brand ever made that it can ever last anything and i, I think it's really interesting yeah. in the last couple years they've they've attempted to steal the tagline the brand we sell because they're trying to say all of a sudden reliability has went into their nomenclature ever since rude furnaces were at the top of consumer reports because of course our tagline's always been uh rude reliability or rely on rude now all of a sudden right. trains trying to take that word <laughs> wonder why um Everybody says it's hard to spend their money on advertising. Oh yeah, well, that's that's all they got so big. I mean, that's that's the biggest difference in brand that pays for advertising, brand that focuses on engineering. Right. That's where you see that that difference. Um, Well, I love how guys will say uh, because I'm not a very brand specific guy. You know that. Nope. Um, I love how guys will say, "Man, those." uh, those 90s train furnaces or those 80 80s train furnaces well, everything that was built in that era was just the same yeah 
I mean, Goodman's shit back then was solid. Like, the Goodman, the tan colored anything, their package units, indestructible. I mean, everything back then was pretty solid anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, we, hell, we still find... We still find furnaces in Charlotte from the 60s. Yeah. Oh, I worked on some train furnace, the uh, XR or whatever they were. Um, train furnaces. I've worked, I mean, when you're in the field, man, you touch everything. Oh, yeah. Everything's going to break at some point. Um, of course, every brand has their, has their era where they just completely fell on their face trying something else. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like when you, certain things deserve to be try, you know, innovative and, and move forward. And there's some things that you just need to leave it like it is. And I, I guess that's hard for companies to do. Um, well, because you've always you always have to be trying to take that next leap forward no matter what because if you're not right. someone else is like an inducer motor on a furnace like the whole concept there what we're doing there's not a whole lot of lot more you can do with that um, nope so just kind of leave it where it's at um you know if you can do direct spark ignition on a furnace Rather than hot surface, hot surface glow rods or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a better way to go there. Think well, about how many old school package units are just direct spark. Oh yeah. I mean, well, and I mean, there there comes a point with some things. I mean, how much how much better can you make a ninety nine percent efficient or a ninety eight percent furnace? I mean, yeah. is it is it possible to have zero waste from natural gas or LP? I, I don't think so. Um, you know, there's only so much more you can do. And then in California, you have to build low knocks on top of it too. Um, right. I, I'm curious to see how long it'll take the rest of the country to go to those. <clears throat> oh, man. I don't know. It might not be that far away. <laughs> it's probably not. Um I think before it's all said and done, we're going to end up with equipment the same way it was in the 60s and 70s when it was all really being pioneered. We're going to have a big unit and a little unit, and that's it. We'll have, yep. We're going to have the three and down and the five and down, and that's it. I, just, I feel like that's the way it's going with inverters. So all the new stuff... Oh, that's what I was going to get to. So he works for Hussman, the guy at the bar, right? Yep. He's been with them for 20 plus years. Now, the other company they're associated with is Crack. It's K-R-A-C-K. I think uh, I've seen their bands. Crack. Yeah. So, he's like, yeah, I was, uh, I don't know how many years ago, 12 years ago, 10 years ago. Um, he's like, yeah, I was in the lab. And they were messing with this aluminum coil. Mm. And uh, he said this, one of the kids in there, one of the engineers, uh, or the guy, Jonathan, he said his last name, I won't throw him out there, but 
he's like, yeah, he was working on this new coil. They were pressure <coughs> testing it. Um, so what it turned out to be was a, uh, um, what's, what's the coils we run on our micro channel, micro channel. Yeah. So they were trying out. So this was his patent. And so crack came up with the micro channel coil and he said he was sitting there and they, they had like a water vapor pressure test on it. And he said, anytime you, you have like a weak section of pipe, it starts swelling up like it's pregnant, you know, he said, and it finally busted. They were checking. He had a flashlight and he was shining on it and it busted and it scared him and the flat he jerked and the flashlight hit him in the forehead Jeez. just from him jerking <laughs> and he said he got like four stitches in his forehead and he had to go to the to hr and then this guy i was talking to at the bars like i had to go to hr and tell him what happened and um he said but that coil that we were testing that day ended up being the micro channel coils we see today um and the patent because the patent ran out and then everybody started getting them i was like man that's a pretty cool story there actually um he said but he said i was in the field when they were testing them at crack or which is funny keep saying that I (laughs) i just can't i think i giggled every time he said it but whatever um he's like it was a huge learning curve like the pressures and everything was just it was just wasn't what they were used to uh but you just you get away with so much less refrigerant yeah well that's been Plus you can, that was one of the reasons it's been in our commercial line for so long right well and that's where we're headed with this <clears throat> refrigerant too is yeah less and less and less that's the idea. Yeah, that was a cool story. He he pulled up the patent and showed me and showed me the the kid's name and that was pretty cool. I mean, you don't see that every day. So speaking of things you don't see every day, um, I know we we talked about this a little bit earlier. I said, but it's we talk so much and I talk so much about, you know, contractors that get hung up on just the price of equipment or just the price of one item. Right. So I've got, you know, I've got a customer that he buys a good bit, you know, a lot from me and a lot from another supply house that starts with a J and ends with a own. Um, <laughs> and, you know, majority of the country those guys sell goodman you know against us because they have national distribution for goodman and you know this guy's goodman price is several hundred dollars below what his equipment price is with me and i guess they were quoting they were quoting a job today and it had you know a decent bit of additional materials you know pad lines at all his normal stuff plus a couple other little things some plenums and some other stuff so he quoted you know them with goodman and all that versus us with our brand and all that and it was all said and done the price difference in his materials and everything 
were several hundred dollars more than mine. He's like, man, I just, he's like, I, I never realized that. I said, I've been telling you that for years. I said, you get so hung up on the fact that they're selling you Goodman for cheap that you for, you miss the fact that they're getting it back over here. Yeah, they're making it back somewhere. <laughs> and that's, stories like that is when I start really trying to get guys to understand. I said, price is relative. In most cases, what they buy better what I buy better, everything evens out in the long run between most of everything. If you're to price a full job with everything you need versus both sides, there's no, in most cases, there's nowhere between your main suppliers is going to be that crazy different. But the money is going to be in different places, possibly. Right. But in that argument is where I go back to the fact that it's, it's not always about the price it's about what you get with the price and we, yeah. we have the conversation all the time about service and picking up the phone knowing your parts knowing your product knowing what you can do to help your contractor um that's where I, you know we keep seeing more and more younger guys not seem to care about relationships in this business but i tell you it's what you get out of the relationships that at the end is way more than what that price is. Cause if you don't well, have those relationships, that pricing going to matter. No. And, and having a relationship is going to matter no matter what year it is. Um, when you need it, you're going to need it. I mean, that's just what it is, but yeah, I think that next generation is having trouble with that. Um, you, you you gotta know what you gotta know what to charge for a change out based on what you need to make as a company as for profit and if you're winning or losing a change out over a couple hundred bucks something ain't right um, you gotta go in there and sell your your brand you got, and when you got, we say and when we say your brand we don't mean your brand of equipment no, you got you got to come up with your own brand. Yeah, you got to sell your business because people aren't buying the brand you're selling. And now, sometimes they are. There's some some contractors will put in whatever the homeowner wants, and you know that's that's okay to a point. But I, I feel like that's I don't feel like the contractor gets the best out of that in any situation. Well, no, if, he, if he's buying a different <laughs> brand. If he's buying one or two pieces of equipment from four different brands, he's not yeah, maximizing he's not getting, his yeah. deal. No, not at all. Distributor. I mean, um, but that's that's a whole you know that's a whole other topic. But right, you know, you've got to sell what you do, and you have to understand what what you do as a company. Um, that's that's the true way you differentiate yourself from your market is you have to sell your brand and who you are. Yeah. When the word of mouth goes around, it's like, Hey, call, call so-and-so over there. He, he did a good job. He put my system in. It's working great. And when the home, other homeowners like what brand is, it? I mean, I don't know what brand it's in, but he's, he's backing it for 10 years and he's covering if it breaks, like it doesn't matter what brand it is. Yeah. Um, he trusts the brand and that's all that matters you know yeah trust me i 
I wouldn't want to put in certain brands knowing that in a year or less I'd be over there working on it. I mean, that, you know, yep. there comes a point where you got to find a brand you like. The service is good. The supplies is good. Tech support's good if they'll come out on the job or whatever. Um, after that, you got to sell your brand. You got to sell yourself. Get away from the um, get away from the actual brand of equipment for the homeowner because in the end they don't really know what's going on. Well, and the biggest the biggest thing too with that is um, you should know. I don't. I I wish I, I wish that I could say I only want someone to ever sell just the one line I sell. I, I know that's not practical. Right. Guys really need to have in most cases, two brands. And the reason they do is because it, no matter how big you are or how small you are, at some point, there is a possibility that one of those brands is going to have one of those fall-on-their-face moments like Dennis was talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. It, it, but it's it how they handle it is what and changes. It, it, yeah, and that's correct. How the brand handles falling on their face is one thing. But two, if you have a brand that is having that problem, and you already have a relationship with a, you know, secondary line of product, you can at least make it, you know, even a temporary move of some volume to that side to at least keep you from really having a hiccup or at least to avoid as much of a hiccup as you can. And, you know, if secondary brand has a problem, you end up pushing more to the primary. I mean, it, it, it happens that way. Um, but at least it gives you an option and it gives you give you two chains of you know solving a problem. Yeah, so I mean, so far where I'm at here, this brand when when problems do arise, what's they're gonna happen, you know. Um, what a lot of contractors don't know is certain brands they have vendors that they buy parts from to assemble all these these units and they change vendors and they change something or they change something and next thing you know put it out in the field and something ain't working um it's not really that brand's fault yep but well and you know you've also got hell there's times where the fact that you know there were some major major parts and component manufacturers that all of us buy from and there if if one of those major parts builders has problems guess what all of us have problems oh yeah <laughs> i mean look right look back at what happened with with rust inhibitor and copeland in 13 i mean it was a nightmare now yeah but you know how I, many contractors say <laughs> yeah rude rude had a problem with their txvs yep and it's because they don't and it wasn't even the txvs fault no and half of that is poor explanation of, you know, what the problem really was. Now, what I did know is at that time, and it may have changed since then, but at the time, I know Rue Ream was the first manufacturer to actually name Copeland as the culprit in their white paper about the problem. Right. That I know of. Yeah. Please don't sue me, guys. Just talking about what happened eight years ago. <laughs> don't sue us. 
We're just we're just humble HVAC guys trying to make a living. <laughs> All right. So we what do we got on our closing statements here? Huh. I thought we covered a lot here. We did. We did. We covered all kinds of interesting stuff. And what's even better is we get to cover more tomorrow. Oh boy. We can't give away everything tonight. <laughs> so tomorrow I do have some uh we're doing some YouTube live training. Which trying to you know trying to get away from the zoom PowerPoint on the screen still PowerPoint probably um, my uh, counterparts doing it but uh, it's at least live where he's he's in a classroom doing it and I'm gonna try to man the computer and uh, all the questions that come in see what see what we can do now are you gonna have a teleprompter where you can type up things for him to say? God, I wish. Because I would jack him up. I know. That would be great. No, I tell him. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would have a ball with that. Every, t- every time I say it, <laughs> I always, the, the two scenes that always come to my head is uh, one with, um, God, what is his name? The guy from Naked Gun. Cannot think of his name to save my life. Oh. oh. I had it. Is it, had Les- it. Is it Leslie Nielsen? Is that it? Leslie Nielsen. Yep. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> I remember the one where he's he like steps in to host some show with Raquel Welch and he's standing up there and he's he just starts reading the teleprompter and he just reads everything. He's like, so-and-so, and so-and-so, turn it over to Raquel. So-and-so just starts reading her stuff, and she just looks over and like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> God, that teleprompter would be awesome. Because Wayne oh. would just read it. He'd just read it. Oh, yeah. Well, it, he'd be like Steve Carell and uh, uh, Bruce Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he's got... Yeah, we got the camera set up. We do some live YouTube. Um, I think he's doing HVAC best practices, which we could all use. Raise um, with nitrogen. Oh, that guy tonight at the bar. <laughs> I was like, you ever have any trouble with that? Guy's not brazen with nitrogen? Man, he went off on a damn tangent. It's like, Ooh. oh. That struck a nerve. I didn't think he'd be dealing with that with such big, you know, jobs. I mean, sounds like he has the same same stuff going on, just larger scale. Yep. Well, all right. I think it's uh, I think it's time we wrap it up, and you uh, leave that old trash can mic ready for night number two tomorrow. The trash can mic. Yep. Um, we may go through, go through some top five TikTok searches tomorrow. Oh, nice. Nice. That would be good. We definitely should. I feel like that's Audio what I do on. when I go to a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> go down the old TikTok wormhole. 
Some of the HVAC stuffs on there is pretty good. Yeah. I feel like we need to make some. Put them on there. Well, you've made, you have made some. Yeah, I made it. I made a few for us, but it's been a while. I got. <laughs> did I tell you about the one? The one I put up that got censored no. yesterday. So, so I I had the one where when Chris and I were in Vegas when she's like bent over and I reach over and I grab her on the butt. Yeah, it's like there's nothing wrong. There's nothing bad about it or anything. Like she she starts tries to smack my hand and she laughs looking at me. That one got like a hundred thousand views, which is insane. So, I put one up yesterday that was. I caught her like staring at the freaking through the uh, glass at ice cream in the in the grocery store, and I just walk up and just like grab her, and she's like ah, and then she turns over and she's just looking back at the ice cream. It was censored for nudity and lewd conduct. Nice. I was like, she's literally clothed from head to toe. <laughs> <laughs> I said, but oh, but you time. but but they're not censoring the clips from the Grammys. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's Lord. I haven't put anything on TikTok yet. I just watch it. Dennis yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to go just through some... your. Oh yeah, just an outsider okay. looking in. <laughs> Oh, I go down through it, and it's like three hours go by. I'm like, God, I'm still looking at this thing. Crap. Yeah, I know. I know. I saw, a, dang, I saw a great one uh, with the old the parkour sound yesterday. Oh god, it was, the parkour it was, sound. But it it was like a herd of freaking deer, and they. <laughs> I like it when it's cats. And they, <laughs> it's like a herd of deer, and they're running. And I, I mean, I don't even know why they're, they're running face first into this guy's freaking garage and they hit the ice on the pavement and it's a crap show. Parkour. <laughs> I mean, you you hear the poor deer like bounce off the garage door. Dude, so that bad. episode on The Office, the parkour episode, <laughs> where they jump and he goes in the dumpster. <laughs> that is great. God, me and my son watch it over and over. Oh, and he comes in the office and jumps off the wall. Parkour. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm about to watch that now. Get off here. All right. Well, All thanks, right. everybody, for listening to us rant and rave. And uh, check us out on Facebook. Yeah, check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash H V A C R N as an N or no R and A and D. The whole thing oh, gotta yeah. be spelled out. The whole thing spelled out. out can't use the uh can't use the and sign. So H V A C R and D. And uh drop us a comment and uh let us know what you think of the show. Yeah. Alright, see y'all next week. Tomorrow. Next week. <laughs>